and game. Oh, oh, oh! How many times is this gonna record now? Just once. Shush. To listen. Friendship. Entertainment. Back to Cinema Seven. We are now recording. I'm your host uh, Mario B. Uh, with me today is Chris Hawk. Of course. And with me and Chris Hawk is Craig, who is now recording. Uh, he's being difficult today, so fuck you, Craig. And also, we have a special guest, um, Bane from Dark Knight Rises. He's here with us also. Uh, I can't wait for when he he comes on. Um, that's going to be a good interview. We're going to interview Bane. He'll be on the later, later, latter part of the episode, but for right now, it's just me and Mario. Yeah, stay tuned for that interview with Bane. I did want to mention last week uh, when we talked about uh, fans demanding things and 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 uh, the fans fighting back. I feel like I should have played devil's advocate because, you know, though there was a negative to it, I feel like there is a positive to it too because. It is demanding better from things that we do enjoy. Like, though, you know, it's kind of maybe it could be an abuse of power eventually down the line. And it is a little, um, you know, negative to demand these things from, from you know, companies and, and all that. It is, it is, you know, cool to get something that was better than what we got originally. And, uh, it was, it, it, not saying we need a Rise of Skywalker, but to demand better Star Wars, I believe has gotten us Mandalorian at least, you know, I think that, um, well, hopefully that's what it was, you know, maybe they heard us and, you know, John Favreau was like, you know what, I'm going to give these guys better Star Wars. And they gave us Mandalorian. So I feel like I should have played devil's advocate. So though we do see it as a negative and there are, um, bad choices made, like Chris Hawk was saying, where people online were kind of bullying other people. Um, There are the people that did demand for better content, and we did get kind of better content, though it was super long, which we talked about, and it didn't need to be that long. Is there anything you want to add to that, Chris Hawk? Part two, bud. Part two? Maybe. Maybe. We'll see how this year finishes out and what people ask for next. But today, me and Chris Hawk, it's just fire and ice. John uh, is busy playing his Madden game or whatever he's doing right now. Uh, Looks like he's on the Xbox playing his Madden game. Nah, um, man. I think it's tax week. It's like the fu- tax everyone, week. Mad Dash to get them taxes done. Mad Dash. Madden Dash to them taxes. It's just me and Chris Hawk, fire and ice. Uh, usually when we did Fire and Ice originally, it was because me and Chris Hawk disagreed a lot. And I think <laughs> on a lot of things, <laughs> on a lot of things, I think now that we we've gotten older, 
we we've kind of started to agree more or accept each other's opinions better. And we're, de- we're definitely less combative. Yeah, I, I think it. I, you know, what we've been friends for too long. I do still get competitive with Chris Hawk and the rest of the guys. We we're just talking about that. I'm trying to be less competitive, especially on Madden. Uh, Madden is sometimes. Uh, Don't we just love to hate on this freaking game? Oh, we we love to hate on that game. We we have a franchise mode and. There's a lot of bugs and glitches and things where Madden will screw you over. And we are always complaining about the things we love about Madden, but I think it's mostly the things we hate about Madden. It's hardly anything good. It's mostly yeah. us complaining that John Kenoki gets MVP all the time. He's he's the Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers of our Madden League. He's just John Kenoki is too good, but apparently this this year. John Kanuki is sucking it up. Sucking it up. He's the London Bulldogs, and they suck. Well, he deserves to suck, finally. Okay? At least once. At least once. Nick Kanoki needs to get up in there through the playoffs, beat John Kanoki, make the play, make the Super Bowl, beat you in the Super Bowl, and then he can finally retire. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I agree with that. He can just call it quits after that. Yeah, we all just call it quits. Let the let the game do its thing. Yeah, after Nick wins, we just autopilot. (laughs) Autopilot all of us. See what happens. Well, we're not going to bore you with our Madden talk because it's a sports game. Uh, Trust me, we're we're all pretty nerdy and we like things that are non-sports related as well, which uh, we're going to talk about. And as you know, if you've been listening to us, we like superheroes, so we talk a lot about Marvel and DC. We talk a lot about, well, I talk a lot about Star Wars. I pretty much bring everything back to Star Wars. Not saying that Chris Hawk and John don't like talking about Star Wars, uh, but I know I I bring it up a lot. Speaking of uh, sports, actually, I I heard that um, not only NFL, but um, some of the big events coming up after, is it July? We're going to like be fully like you don't have to have a mask or, or or anything like that it's crazy how far we've gotten i think or will be 100% vaccinated almost or close they, they, to it because there are some people that it. will not take it let's see what it is cuz i know a few weeks ago we were only 2% our state was only like 2% vaccinated and then it exploded and everyone's almost vaccinated almost really vaccinated. Because the people that won't get vaccinated, we don't talk about those people. We don't talk about those people. Yeah, we don't talk about those people. Shunned. Did you? Shunned. Um, We're the vaxxed. Shunned. We're the vaxxed. You're the unvaxxed. Uh, hold on. I got a thing right here. I just Googled it. Um, I don't know when this was updated. It doesn't show me. But apparently we are now... Oh, by May 16th. What is today? May 17th. So as of yesterday, apparently our state has been... 40% fully vaccinated and 51% of people have at least uh, gotten one dose. That is phenomenal. Yeah, that's good. To be and then we're about to go to concerts now and sporting events and Yeah, I I still think we should tread lightly though, but I feel like we're not. Honestly, we should normalize mask wearing like the Chinese do. I mean, they have very low, you know, I mean, cuz of pollution over there, but also during their flu seasons, they wear masks. I think that yeah. should be a pra- that should be a practice that we kind of adopt. 
I don't know about you, but I hardly got sick this wintertime. Is, uh, does Japan have something like that too, or they just do it out of respect because of their culture? I do believe they are more safety health conscious than we are. And I do believe they wear masks. I could be wrong. Did you get sick when you got your second uh, shot? Nah, baby. I'm a hundred percent American gold. <laughs> American gold, man. Look. The only thing that happened was a sore shoulder, but other than that, I was rocking that second shot. I got a fever for a day and a half or two days, maybe. Everyone else in my family got sick for like a day. You know, like they were just very tired, had a fever, mm -hmm. got a headache, but not me. It means I'm a superhero not you. now. It means I'm a superhero. Some jeans. Some jeans, some Levi's. It's some pink shorts you always wear. And I need to buy new ones. I need, <laughs> oh, I need, really? I need, yeah. They're getting old, man. I still have the the dad shirt from Walmart. I seen you wearing it in one of them pictures the, uh, that Brittany posted the other day. The, I need to, uh, the, uh, I need to uh, wear the, it. When I come the Hawaiian over. shirts? Yeah, the Hawaiian I'm, shirt. Yeah. I, I got I to gotta buy more. Hot, it was a hot dad summer. It's white boy summer. Or I'm, I'm, I'm starting hot, 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 hot dad summer. Okay. Hot dad summer. You heard hot it. You summer. heard it here, folks. Yeah. Hashtag hot dad summer. Yeah. Screw Chet Hanks and his white boy summer. That's dumb. It's hot. Mm -hmm. it's, it's hot dad summer. Okay. I think it's more catchier anyway. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's better. I know. Uh, I did send it to the group chat um, about Comic Con. New York Comic Con is going to be happening this year in October, and uh, I want to go. But I think I'm still going to like wear a mask all the way till next year, probably when I'm out and about. Just because I don't know. We'll see how far it goes. See what what's what's up and all that. I don't know if I'll, I'll be do. able to go to New York Comic Con, but I am. Uh, I hope you take a ton of pictures. Oh, you know, for show. For show. Are you going to you going to dress up? Uh, yeah, I might. I want to do uh Ian McGregor Obi-Wan. I think that's the only thing I could really pull off you because do, of my beard. You could do uh freaking you could do Endgame Captain America. He has a beard too. He does. He does. I just got to get the haircut like Chris Evans. I'll be yeah, the short Captain America. Look, you'll be pre-serum Captain America, okay? <laughs> I could cosplay as pre-serum Captain America. There we go. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I bet you no one does. I think that would be pretty niche. Everyone's like, who's this guy dressed as a dude from the 30s? What's going on? I could do this all day. <laughs> I could do this all day. I could do this all day. You're too, let's just let's, don't get it twisted. Mario's too ripped to be pre-serum. Uh, Steve Rogers, okay? We're just joking. Mario could never pull it off. No. I'm trying to get Ronnie to go. She's really, um, she's afraid to spend money. So she's like, I need a game plan. I need a budget. I need everything so that we can go. And I'm like, how about you just say you're going to go. We save our money. We get the tickets. We get a hotel before that happens. And then we go. It's not that we, hard. We definitely had it made when we went. We got to stay at your dad's and we parked in the city and we walked everywhere. Yeah. I told her we could get like a hotel in Jersey or we could get a hotel near my dad and then we could just drive into the city and do that. But I don't know. She's she gets very anxious, so I don't know how that's going to go. 
I mean, I get very anxious too, but I think because she hasn't really gone to New York or on certain trips, um, unless it's like a, a festival type of thing or a concert, she doesn't really feel comfortable, you know, in a new city. New York is intimidating at first, but really all you got to realize if wherever you want to go, there's a subway you can get to there. There's a taxi um, and also walking. You really don't want to drive in New York. No, it's yeah. That was uh that was a terrible experience. Especially Smurf. <laughs> Smurf oh, was scary. Smurf was scary. I know when he uh when we went across all four lanes, they fixed that by the way. Last time I went home, there's no uh step to PA where there's no going across four lanes to get to the uh lane you gotta go in. I think they changed it. They're always doing some kind of yard work. Uh yard work. Uh yeah. Construction. Yeah. construction. They're always doing some kind of construction. I mean, it's basically yard work. It's somebody's old yard. My old yard back in the 30s. <laughs> now it's a highway. Uh, do you and, uh, you and Brittany have any plans to vacation or, or go on a trip with the kids at all? We're saving up for like our big trip. Uh, hopefully is in mm, July. We're going to celebrate Wyatt's third birthday and my grandfather's 93rd birthday. Oh, wow. That's cool. He's never met Evelyn. He's met Wyatt, though. So this it should be pretty cool. Oh, that's that's nice. You take on uh, or you take on take on me. Take on me. Do you plan? Um, do you guys plan on taking the kids to like Disney World or uh, Disneyland eventually? absolutely yeah we want to um see i think two kids is perfect to go to disney because anything after that is like another 500 dollars a day per ticket per kid right i'm thinking about the prices and Brittany's like i want another kid i'm like look we could go to many (laughs) we could go to many more disney worlds with just two kids okay okay i can only imagine what it'd be like if my brother went (laughs) <laughs> four kids that's crazy yeah that, i mean they have there's so much stuff there for kids it's just crazy it's it's so much stuff um what I my mom so bad I, you it's go ahead you gotta go you just gotta go yeah, I mean, we, we were close to going uh, when we went to Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim because we were literally right next to Disneyland. Like, the entrance, the hotel was l- maybe, like, a couple blocks or streets down from the entrance. And we walked in, and I was like, whoa, this is awesome, let's do it. And then John and Smurf didn't want to go that day. I think they wanted to save their money, but I was totally, like, down the go. But I didn't want to go by myself because I, did, I didn't know... Where anything was. Should have made a day of it. Meet somebody in their park, become best friends, and be like, yo, dude, show me this place. Show me what's up. Uh, We should have. I mean, we went to the convention that last day, and I don't think there was much really to do because we did a panel the day before. The day before that, I think we did uh, the episode one and episode two in 3D. And then um, what panel did we go do? I think it was the Rogue One panel. And they showed like a little teaser and they were supposed to talk about the the Boba Fett movie or the Bounty Hunter movie they were going to do. And uh, they were like 
oh, uh, Josh Trank couldn't be here. But little did we know he was let go. And that movie is now never going to happen. What do you mean? It became the Mandalorian. I mean, there you go. That's what people uh, think, though. But, uh, you know, to bring it back around to Hot Dad, Hot Dad Summer, saw about them, uh, them hashtag uh, Thick Daddies in uh, Snake Eyes trailer. Did you watch the Snake Eyes trailer? I gotta tell ya, it came out of left field for me. I knew they were doing some G.I. Joe stuff with Snake Eyes. I didn't expect it so soon. And for the, the trailer's kind of boring. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's not really, uh, like, the the coolest part, I think, is the beginning, when he's on the car and he's shooting at the other car, and then it kind of cuts away real quick, and you're just like, all right. Or the song. The song is kind of cool. But other than that, I'm, I didn't see anything that made me want to go see it. It kind of looks like a run-of-the-mill run uh, action movie. You know, Chinese kung fu action movie, or, like, an ancient Chinese arts. Or Ninja Assassin. Remember that movie? Ninja Assassin. <laughs> or did you see... It does, um, it does look kind of cookie cutter. Did you see the Street Fighter Chung Lee movie? The origin for that? I did not. Well, buddy, you're missing out. Let me tell you. <laughs> no, you're not. You're, you're fine. It's, uh, this is what this reminds me of. Now look, I'm, I'm still waiting on uh, Ken origins, okay? Where's that at? Where are we at? Where's he at? Come on, let's get with it. Ken Origin. Cooler than Ryu. Uh, some The cast, though, is uh, Andrew Koji. He's going to be Storm Shadow. He's in the Warrior show, which I started watching. Uh, he, he fights a lot like Bruce Lee, and I, I think that's because they say that Bruce Lee came up with some of this story, or he wrote it down, or, or something like that. It says it's from the mind of Bruce Lee, so he might have came up with that story, but uh, he's in that show, and he's going to be the villain ninja, the ninja in white, if you're familiar with G.I. Joe. Um, I can't pronounce this lady's name, who's uh, very beautiful. Um, Ursula Corbiro is going to be Baroness. I believe that's a Cobra person. She's bad in G.I. Joe. Um, Yeah, she's definitely bad. Samara Weaving is Scarlet, which is one of the Joes. And then our uh, shining golden boy, who is uh, the star of the movie, Henry Golding, is uh, Snake Eyes. You know, I, I never grew up with G.I. Joes. It just wasn't my thing. Neither did I. I wasn't a big uh, G.I. Joe fan. I had some of the action figures, I think, uh, you know, because I was a, a boy. You know, and my dad was like, here's some G.I. Joe action figures. But I had the three and three quarter inch ones, the smaller ones. Not like the, I know there was the old G.I. Joes with the uh, the bigger guys that everyone collects, you know. Those three inch guys also. If you watch uh, the toys that made us on Netflix, they, they talk about G.I. Joe and they talk about those original G.I. Joe toys and then the the ones they redid in the 80s and stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm not familiar with G.I. Joe either. I just watched G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra the other day and I texted the group chat and I was like, this would have been perfect in the 90s because it is super cheese and I think everything that happened in that movie, if you if you seen it and it was a, like 
90s era actors, 90s era everything, uh, it would fit in that time frame. It would fit in the 90s era action genre, I think. I think we would be looking at it a little bit different if it was made in the 90s. Not gonna lie. It's still pretty bad. And I don't know why it's on Netflix. Yeah, I think it's missed its uh, it missed its chance. I think if they really wanted to do something, they would have, you know, they, they really would have went for it. To be, they should have wanted it. I'm what I'm trying to say is, kind of beloved GI Joes. You know, it's iconic. Kids, yeah. kids in the '70s and '80s grew up with it, and you give them a shit movie. You know. Doesn't hurt your. Doesn't help your brand if you're trying to revive something, and it's lackluster. You know, you kind of want to pull out all the stops. Yeah, you want to try to maybe take it a little more serious, and it looks like they're trying to take this one more serious from what the trailer shows. But at the same time, uh, you know, a trailer can kind of mask a movie. And then all the public service talks at the end. I mean, those were amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was great. It's just My another guy. Street Fighter Chung Lee origin. Yeah. That's what this Any, seems like. Anybody want a body massage? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, folks. I already had him. I already had him. I already had him. I will admit, those were, when we saw those videos in high school, those were some of the funniest videos. Oh, my God. Those. I thought those were the funniest things I've ever seen at that time. I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. How long did we just... That was all we quoted. That was literally all we quoted. <laughs> I, I Sometimes I go back and I watch them. Like, maybe once every few years. And I'm just like... It's art. This is art. <laughs> Belongs hey, in the kid, I'm a computer! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, kid, watch out for strangers. Don't take candy from strangers. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to ride my motorcycle. <laughs> I already had him. I already had him. Uh, speaking of Netflix, though, uh, me and you have been talking about it. Not too much, because I think we wanted to save it for the podcast, but uh, Jupiter, Jupiter's Legacy. and uh, Jupiter's Legacy, indeed. It's by... Um, is it Mike Miller? Mac? What's his name? So I think it's Mark Millar. Mark Millar. Okay. I, I thought it was a Miller. But he, he's done uh, Kick-Ass and something else he's written. Yeah, definitely not Mike Miller. That's a basketball player. It's definitely on the tip of my tongue. Um, but I didn't... Honestly, I didn't even know this was a thing until recently. That he's been doing this multi-generational superhero story. From it's Mark Miller. It is? Yeah. I was close. He was close. But uh did you did you finish it? Yeah, I finished it today. What what is uh some of your thoughts and opinions, positive or negative, about it? I think the flashback works very well. I was invested in both stories. I I think they after they get to the island, it's very fast. But I did want to see most of the glory days stuff they were doing, uh, and I also wanted to see the the schism between Sky Fox and the group. But I, we'll probably see that season two. I 
unfortunately um, did not want Brainwave slash Walt to be the a bad guy because I think he was such a good supportive character to the family. Whoa, spoilers. Oh, yeah, spoilers, by the way. <laughs> spoilers. Spoilers. But, I mean, I think, I mean, if you watch it, I think it's very, you're going to catch on that something's nefarious about this guy. It's the, oh, yeah. mu- they, it's, it's the mustache. So when I first uh, went through it, because I watched it twice, and uh, when I first went through it, I was kind of like, I don't know if these flashbacks coexist or, uh, you know, parallel what's going on in the present day. But when I watched it the second time, I was kind of like, it doesn't even matter because it's that good. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want to know how they got their powers. I want to know that journey. And I'm so invested in what's going on in the present time that I can't really criticize that. It's just good. It's it's really good. It's very bingeable. Yeah, I, yeah. I watched like five episodes almost in one day because if that's how good it was, I was invested into it. I mean, the only the only weakness to this show, I think, is the... The son, I think, is I don't know his delivery of his lines um, aren't really uh, to me. It's I don't believe what he's saying sometimes. I don't I don't know I don't want to say he's acting as bad because you know it's what you're given, and but the delivery of some of his lines, well, some of it's good, but other times I find it too cheesy. No, I I get the same thing like. Uh, when you said that, I was already like in my second watch through, and I was like, you know what? I think Chris Hawk is right. He is kind of the weakest uh, of the show, and uh, I think um, what's his name plays Utopian. Uh, Josh Duhamel. That's that's Bay. Hot Dad Summer. <laughs> yeah, Hot Dad Summer, right there. Thick Daddies. He uh, he he does a really good job in this. Like I, I don't remember what else he's been in that I've seen, but. He kind of was the, uh, he, he's supposed to be the leader of this group, but he also led the show very well. Like, I think he was a good leader for the show, if that makes sense. Definitely a good flawed character. Like, he tries to be perfect, but there's definitely some flaw to him. And he, he does really well. He does carry the show. Like, I'm, whenever he's on the scene, I'm like, oh, some good, good stuff's about to happen. He can choose, he can choose some scenery very well. He can, he can, you know, the, the fighting wasn't the best, but it was entertaining enough to keep me invested. But man, Utopian, Josh Duhamel, uh, Sheldon, he's just, it's just really good. And the scenes with him and his psychiatrist, probably some of the best of the show. Oh, yeah. Did, did you, uh, did you like that little twist there with the psychiatrist? He's a villain? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, that was cool, right? What do you, what do you think of the, the world building in this show. I think they could have showed us a little bit more. Um, Cause they only showed America, you know what? Yeah. They, what about other heroes in other countries? You know, well, we, that we got, been, what's her name in Japan? Uh, Raiko. Yeah. But that was only like a little bit really. And, um, so world building was good for the past. It was yeah, really good. it was good for the past. Felt like I was um, in the 30s. 
I think there was more character growth and, and more character. I would say more character building than world building. And I'm fine with that because that's yeah. focus is the characters, um, the, the world building itself, you know, maybe second season, they'll dig deeper into it when they start, uh, losing more heroes and, uh, brainwave. Dude. I was so upset that ghost beam died that I was so upset. Dude, I was upset when, uh, the big guy, big Russian guy died. Okay. Which one was the big Russian guy? The big, the big man. Oh, the big man. Yeah, I was, I was mad. <laughs> big man's heart. No, <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's done. That's one way to get rid of him. Do you think that's a plot device? Not like, you know what I mean? Like a, a way out for that character. It's really weird. Much. It's really weird how only one of the superheroes got like a magic teleporting stick, though. Yeah, and I wonder how George's kid ended up with it. Like that that's gonna be cool to explore in season two if they if they do that. I love that guy though. He's good. Oh yeah, I, I like his uh I just want to see more about I hope the fl- the flashback in the second season is more about how George departed from the group. Cause I have a feeling that Walt had something to do with it. Oh, I bet. And I think his powers are very, very strong. Like he's overpowered. And I think George is going to be the only, he's George is going to come back and he's going to beat Walt. And I think that's what's going to happen. Oh, you know, you know, uh, I, I don't know who, who's your favorite. Is it, is Walt your favorite? Still? I, let's see. Favorite character. You know, Josh Duhamel's really good. I like the son. Even though he, I mean, I felt he was the weakest. I really was rooting for for Brandon. I believe that's his name. Yeah, I was rooting for him. I was rooting for him a lot because of you know the pressures he's under, the just the toll on him and the the expectations. I really like, you know, that's interesting to me. And then, however, and then Brainwave Walt is such a good character. And then George in the past. You know that 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 guy's the voice actor for Anakin in uh, Clone Wars. Yeah, Matt Lanter. Yeah, phenomenal. Dude's dude's the best actor of the entire show. Oh, I love George. I think George is. I, I told you this already, but George is definitely my favorite character. Um, I like Utopian. I like the. Um, there's a lot of depth to these characters. I think there's there's a lot that they show, especially in the past when they're on the island. Uh, in on their journey to get their powers and then there's a lot of depth in the present time that that you know is affected by a lot of things we haven't seen yet and uh i don't even think we have enough time to really get into all of the themes and uh stuff about the characters that we can you know really dive into we'll have to devote a whole episode to it right and i wish there were a bit more female characters because lady liberty and chloe you know, they get the most screen time and they kind of get sidelined a bit. Chloe's storyline isn't, there's no, you know, there's no, you know, there's no growth at the end of this season. And then Lady Liberty, you know, she, she did do some good things in the finale, but, you know, I still think it's, it's Brandon and Samson and uh, Sheldon's story right now. 
Yeah, there there needs to be a little bit more better writing for the female characters. I liked what they were doing with Ghost Beam. I think it's a shame they killed Ghost Beam, but I, I understand what her purpose was ultimately was to challenge the code that the characters that the superheroes have. Is there anything else you've been watching, you and Brittany, or are uh, you by yourself at all? Nope. I uh, I been trying to watch. But some sometimes you just get hit with that uh, that ADH thing when you don't when you have so many things to watch and you try to sit down and watch it and you end up just fiddling on your phone. Yeah, and, I know how that is. And then you go to sleep. Yeah, and I'm sure with the kids and stuff and going to work, you know, and you know weekend things you got to do. It's kind of hard to find time sometimes. I know we we uh, caught up with Chicago PD, and I think we're gonna start Modern Family. Or we might finish Friends. Mitchell's versus the machines. Oh yeah, Mitchell was Mitchell's versus the machines was pretty damn good. Oh yeah, what, point five. Again, it's an eight point eight out of ten. What? Well, if the kids can sit still through a movie. Well, we're recording again. Craig, you killed my mojo. Have you watched that new episode of Mayor of East Town yet? Yes. Is it good? It's good. But I'm mad. Okay, because everyone won't stop talking about it online. So I, I, I know you said it last time, and I keep on hearing things about it. So I'm gonna have to watch it. You like your mystery, and I know you guys like your crime dramas. Uh, I think you guys will really enjoy it. And Kate Winslet is awesome. Oh yeah, Kate. She's she does a fantastic job. Like, I feel like they are that family. Or everyone in that town is from Pennsylvania. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, they did a good job at making it feel like a Pennsylvania town. And also they name a lot of the towns, because I think it is close to Philly. So it's like, uh, you know, not too far from like Bethlehem and Kutztown and Allentown. So they name them throughout the show. So, you know, someone like me and, and you know, my family who's from that area, when we watch the show, we're like, oh shit, they named Allentown. Oh my God. Uh, the, the only other thing I watched was The Woman in the Window. It's basically Rear Window, but instead of uh, Jimmy Stewart being crippled in a wheelchair, uh, your girl, uh, what's her name, from Arrival? Amy Adams. Amy Adams is uh, got agoraphobia, so she's afraid to go outside. Gary Ullman moves next door with his uh, son, who seems autistic seems autistic and his wife um and there's a lot of it's, it's basically rear window but instead of um uh if you ever seen rear window he kind of views different neighbors throughout the movie in this one she's really only watching the one set of neighbors throughout the whole movie uh, there is um, some twists in the movie, and I like a lot of the stylized shots. I gave that a 6.8 out of 10. Pretty enjoyable. Not not going to be on my list, but pretty enjoyable. What's our next movie we're going to see? Man, I don't know. It has to be uh, probably Black. The Devil Made Me Do It. Black Widow? Or Black Widow, yeah. I don't know, man. Are you really, Are you excited for Black Widow? Of course I am. I'm a Marvel shill. I get oh, that's right. I get paid to watch Marvel movies. <laughs> Shh. 
I, I mean, I love Marvel. I love it. I mean, why not? Yeah, I know. I know you'll you'll go see it. If you want to go, I'll go. Let's all do it. If if you go, I'll go. Okay. <laughs> I I think I think we settled it. Thank you for joining us this episode. I think we're going to call it here. Uh, me and Chris Hawk just wanted to come on and and you know, kind of talk and and uh, shoot the shit a little bit. Fire nice. You know, uh, talk about what's going on, things we've been watching. Uh, John, like we said, had to take uh, a hiatus this week due to uh, work, um, the day job, real things going on in in life. You know, it happens. Uh, we're kind of podcasters by night and uh, or during the weekend, and we're doing our regular life things the rest of the week. So. We try to come on and talk and and uh, in, enjoy each other's company when we can on the podcast and also in real life, too, when we can hang out. Um, is there anything you wanted to leave these fine folks with, uh, Chris Hawk? Uh, I'm going to have to apologize to our guest host, Bane. We'll just have to get to that interview next week. Yeah, sorry, Bane. Um, you'll be included in our podcast next week. Uh, please don't break our backs. Please don't do it. Please do not give us a backbreaker. Uh, but we're Cinema 7. Look us up on the internet. Cinema7podcast.com. Email us at cinema7podcast at gmail.com. Uh, on our website and uh, in our email. You know, or through through our website, you can see our social medias, which is uh, cinema7 underscore pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can look us up on Facebook. There's a link to that. If you email us, uh, you know, email us about something, uh, doesn't matter what it is, uh, we'll give you a shout out, unless it's negative, and then we'll uh, shit on you for an hour. But uh, I'm joking. Do it too. Do it. We'll do do it. it. (laughs) Yeah, take that. I'll shit on you for a straight hour. (laughs) But uh, other than that, uh, I don't have anything else. I don't think Chris Hawk has anything else. So, Chris Hawk, take it away with your classic send off. As always, from us at Cinema 7, we want to thank you for listening with us. We want to thank you for watching with us. And we want to thank you for exploring with us.
Now you listen to me, Aaron. You don't blow your money on the comic books, you understand? They don't do you a damn bit of good. And the nude mags, you're gonna be inherited mine when you're 16 anyway. Now look, the junk food and the candy just rots your teeth, gives you bad breath, and the girls run like hell. Stay the hell away from buying any rock TV shirts or hip-hop gear or anything like that. Arcade game, pick out one that you can do, okay? One that you can do as opposed to a whole bunch of them that you don't know what the hell you're doing. Techno music just puts a hole in your brain. Are, are you listening to me? Look at me when I'm talking to you. Huh? Mama hell. Get out of here. I don't want to What the hell? I just want to ride my nose. Man, I'm about to put the pressure button with the winner, man. And I don't want to die. Dude, I have no idea what I just want to ride my motorcycle. Cool. G.I. Joe!